Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapists or sex therapists, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures. And boy, have we had some adventures. Yeah, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to grow both as individuals and as a couple. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing. We talk about and we laugh about. We laugh a lot. Yeah, yeah, we do. We laugh about the mistakes that we've made, the crazy things that we've experienced, and the exciting things that have happened to us. But we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times, the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate, some rougher than others. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do and what not to do in their own journeys. And basically, you'll join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we were going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a drink. Or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Well, hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Accidental Swingers Podcast. Welcome to episode 44. 44. I'm Marina. I'm Tristan. <laughs> We're so glad that you're here. Yeah, episode 44. Here we are, baby. Here we are. At long last. At long last. Not <laughs> as long as we normally have been, but yay, at short last. At short last. All right. <laughs> at short last. Yeah, but right, there's been a lot of fun stuff going on and lots of fun and exciting things happening. and. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun and exciting things coming up. There always are for Yeah. Us. We've got a lot to talk about, though, in this episode. Yes, we do. I would say let's almost get right into it. Yeah, I'd say so. The stories that we're going to talk about today, we had an afternoon three-way. I was going to say unplanned, but it was planned on your part, just not known by me. Afternoon what? three-way with A <laughs> from episode, what, 26 and 31? Something like that. You're, yeah. you're our episode historian, I, I so yeah, I don't I know. You're yeah, our I'm numerology pretty person. pretty sure it was episodes 26 and 31. That was an amazing time. We're going to talk about a super hot experience that we had at Caliente with a really, really hot woman who had absolutely zero interest in me, but it was completely fine because she was all <laughs> tuned into you. And yeah. she wanted some marina. So that was super hot. And then, uh, and we're going to talk about a MFM that I had with mm-hmm. our friend, the captain that we've talked about a couple of times now, and one of his play partners. And that was super fun. And we'll talk about that as well. Right. And we don't have any raw audio for this particular mm-hmm. episode. So we don't have any um, raw audio for this one, but we remember it well. Yes. Well, <laughs> we remember it well because I have copious notes in my you iPhone. Do. You do. <laughs> because that's just how I work. Uh, yeah. 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 Notes and other things that you keep on your iPhone. that's true, yeah. Notes and videos and pictures uh and so forth. So we'll see how you are able to, we'll get a class on how Tristan's able to reconstruct (laughs) these things because uh, you have a few tools. There are also spreadsheets involved. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you wish. And graphs and charts. No, it's not that I wish. There are spreadsheets involved. (laughs) Okay. If you want to learn how to be the nerdiest swinger that you possibly can be, come no further. You've found you know, them. we should start a, uh, you know, for like 10 bucks, you can get Tristan's template. We should totally do that. Like a, your, wow, your tra- yeah. Tristan's tracking template. Can we have another T for alliteration? Tristan's titillating tracking template. Or slut T. Yeah. Tracking right. template. All right, we're getting off off course <laughs> no, already. But, but I love it. That's a yeah, good idea. Totally. So, <laughs> all right. Well, you're going to poo poo the idea right in the very beginning of it. I don't think I'm going to take off with that then. I'll maybe I'll do Marina's marvelous template. <laughs> I can't think of the word. All right. Fine. Whatever. 
Nice That's okay. Day. I know. Well, it's okay. So thank goodness there are spreadsheets involved because this helps us recount all to of these stories. Yes. I know that we never thought we were going to have to talk about later again, ever again in public. So uh, this is very helpful. It's so helpful that you have all this information it's down very for helpful. us, babe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. So yeah, this is this is again so, back in April 2019. Okay. So this is April of 2019. So we are at four years ago. Yeah. Don't forget COVID was in between there. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're missing out on a whole bunch of other stuff that happened because there was COVID. So it's we're not that terribly far behind in our stories. We're just time behind in COVID time. Yes. Yeah. So this was April of 2019. Mm-hmm. This was a Caliente. Yeah, this was a Caliente. So, and you guys who are new to listening, Caliente is our favorite local clothing optional resort. And yes. sometimes we actually refer to it as Cali, too. So if you ever listen and we say Cali, it's not California. We're talking usually about Caliente because we haven't been to California yet. So that's how much you can pretty much know that for sure. But it's our local favorite clothing optional resort. Paradise Lakes is the other one. But mm. um, so if you ever hear us say Cali, that's what that is. But yes. Yeah. So we had been going to Cali for about a year at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah. A little over. We had already come to a, a level of comfort at Caliente because it's such a welcoming and wonderful place that you know, by this point, we could just walk in there and we are completely at home. I think I was almost going brawless at this point. No, I th- you were. <laughs> well, you oh, were. And was, actually, that plays, into, part the, of the story. That plays into the story. Yeah. See, I wasn't wearing a bra. Yeah. And so... I'll let you guys be the judge if that was a good thing or a bad thing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say know. that you know that going brawless is a great thing because... <laughs> Well, not the gentleman going braless, but for never mind. <laughs> you do. Well, I do. I do. <clears throat> Rocking these B cups, baby. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> so we were at Caliente and it was relatively late in the evening. And we've been there, you know, since like nine or so. And this is probably around 11 midnight. And yeah. it was starting to clear out because at that time, you know, it's like everybody would kind of clear out, go down to the conversation pool, go down to the, the hot tubs or go to the after parties. So it's starting to clear out. And this woman came up to you at the bar. We, we were, were standing at the bar. We were standing at the bar. And this woman came up to you and she just was had this look on her face like, <gasps> and it was just amazing you know that the, the whatever she, she saw something in you that and whether it was because you're six plus feet tall or the, you were dressed amazingly sexy and and this goes back to the whole lead-in on the bra or absence of one you had this um like it was the like really super low cut top that is kind of <laughs> cut in a way that all you have to do is just kind of reach in and pull the boob out uh-huh yeah with permission. Well, with yes, I mean, you know, <laughs> consent is is uh, is implied here. So it was. There was a a lot of boobage going on. There was a lot of boobage going on. Yeah, yeah. lots of front boob, cleavage, side boob, every kind of boob that you can. All the stuff that I love. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a skimpy skimpy little top. Yeah, yes. very drapey, it, very open. Yes. yeah, it's very very open, That's very a great low way to cut. Yeah, it. it's very yeah. very low cut. I have like I think it's one of the ones where I have like three or four yeah, of them in different colors. Yeah. <laughs> I really like them. Yeah. And they I do too. are, yeah, they're very drapey. It's like the quintessential club wear shirt, probably from Amazon that everybody gets because it's just, but they're, they're great. They're so easy and comfortable. But yeah, there does provide pretty easy, easy access. access. Yeah, very easy access. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was wearing that shirt, very drapey and low with lots of boobage availability. Yeah. And so as mentioned, she came up to you and she was just completely enamored with you. She started talking to you and touching you. She was touching your arms. She was kind of stroking your back. And again, I did not exist in this scenario. I was just kind of watching and which was totally fine by me. And You're the, the dude at the bar on the other I, side yeah, of me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so at some point you, you two just started kissing and there wasn't a whole lot of, I mean, it, it happened fast. Mm-hmm. Which kind of seems to happen with you, babe, with women when there's chemistry. It just happens fast. Yeah, it it did. She um, asked me if she could kiss me. And I said yes. And she was beautiful. Yes, she was. Stunning. Stunningly beautiful, this woman. Yeah, so she asked me. She did. You were right. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I can't even, if I could bottle it, I would bottle whatever that was, that whatever she saw at that moment, that something that struck something with her. I remind people a lot of someone so they know. So maybe it was that. I don't know. But yeah, she, uh, yeah, she was honed in. And everything else faded away. And it was just she and I standing at the crowded bar at the club. 
but it was just she and I. And yeah, and so she asked me if she could kiss me and we kissed and it was awesome and just very powerful and magnetic. And I'm tall. She was a little bit shorter. So it was kind of a... That happens too. She was a lot shorter. Yeah, actually. yeah, it's yeah. same. That yeah, I'm thinking of a similar circumstance yeah, me too. where, <laughs> um, because I'm so tall that maybe I don't know. I kind of enveloped them a little bit. Yeah, she was she was shorter. Yeah. Yeah. So we um, started kissing, and then she asked me <laughs> if she could feel my boobs, and I said, "Sure, go right ahead." And she said, I before she even reached in and touched them, she said, they look amazing. And I said, they're real. And she said, they're real. And I said, yes. And so she, I think that's when she said, can I touch them? And I said, yes. Why not? It's Kelly a day. <laughs> if it were the daytime, I'd have been naked. So it's like, you know, sure, go right on ahead. So she grabbed a hold of my boobs, reached in and grabbed a hold of my boob. Actually, both of them. I think she ended up mm, kind of cutting yeah, both of them. There we were in the, them out, in yeah. the bar. Right, because that's what you do at the bar. And uh, had my boobs out, and they're not tiny, so they were big. And she was doubly enamored mm-hmm. <laughs> with my breasts. <laughs> Then uh, the, she was with uh, kissing me. She was just totally um, blown away and super excited about my real natural boobs and how squishy they were and things. And it was really funny because to that point, I don't know that I'd ever – she did. She had augmented breasts and they were beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I had ever really felt fake boobs before. I don't know. I don't remember. Like it wasn't anything that was like – you know, when you're in a big puppy pile or play pile, you're not paying attention to that kind of stuff. So, but because this was a very boob-centric conversation, <laughs> <laughs> and she was so hot and stunning, I'm like, if she's going to grab my boobs, I'm going to grab her boobs, mm-hmm. or I'm going to ask to touch her boobs. And so and she was, again, like, oh my gosh, I wish my boobs were big like yours and soft and whatever. And I said, well, can I, I've never felt augmented breasts before. Can I touch yours? And she said, yes. And and it was fascinating. They were very, it was very different. No wonder they stand up straight and her, <laughs> her nipples are down at her belly button. There's something to be said for that, but mine are. But uh, yeah, totally. It was, it was really, it was really interesting. It was really funny. And yeah, she couldn't stop talking about how Mm -hmm. my boobs were so big and soft and so she also had a gentleman with her yes she yes she had a a guy with her and it turns out that they were friends so he saw this going down too i don't know if you remember this oh yeah i do okay so he saw this going down too and he was like oh jackpot Mm -hmm. (laughs) his brain you know it's going off like holy shit this is going to be awesome as you were probably also thinking jackpot holy shit this is going to be awesome yes and so did he and so she and i were talking and she i think they were oh they were paying their bill because they were leaving mm-hmm. that's what it was they were paying their bill so it was probably later in the evening so after we finished making out and talking and touching each other's boobs uh <laughs> she was ready to go they had to leave so he wasn't gonna let me get away though without exchanging information which i was still relatively because i think he I was local he she was she, from out of state yes. but he was local yes they're friends and they come to caliente whenever she's in town and mm-hmm. stuff like this yes yeah no actually she's local he comes oh, and visits okay. every couple of months yeah. Yes. Because, right. So he wasn't going to let me get away. So he ended up getting my phone number. And actually, it's probably we were on kick at the time. So he probably got my profile name and stuff like that on kick. So we did message back and forth. And he asked me quite a few times <laughs> to meet up with him. And it just never, we could never, anytime he was coming back into town that he was going to be a Caliente, we were not available. I think he came back like once every three months and it, it was back for a weekend. And every single time hmm. I was not available. So I never got to yeah, see that- them or play with him or play with her and ever again. I've, we've never seen nope. either one of them. So it was like a year that he and I messaged back and forth just whenever he was coming into town, but never, never, ever connected. And he never mentioned her again. Interesting. I don't think. Well, yeah, I was going to say, keeping in mind that, at that in that period, we were busy like six days a week, if not seven days a week. And so, yeah, right. of course That's there was no that, right. time yeah, for him when he came back into town. But yeah, I didn't know that she was never mentioned again. That's interesting. Not that I remember, or if it was, that was never, that was not part of the dynamic. Yeah. And that's 
fine. To me, that meant that whatever the moment was, whatever she Mm. saw, whatever happened, it happened. It was great. It was awesome for me. It was super hot to be making out with this gorgeous woman at the bar at Caliente and feeling each other up at the bar. It was really fun. It never happened before. It hadn't happened before that time. That was the first time that that had happened. And so it was really great. It was really, really awesome. And he was a nice guy and I would have loved to have connected with him, but it just didn't work. Yep. And yeah, so, but it was hot. It was really, really hot. And it was one of those things that you just never, you never know. And you can't, you can't make that stuff up. You can't force that stuff to happen like the way that she laser focused in on yeah, me yeah because that, that's like the i chemistry. said and everybody yeah you, you everybody can't had, orchestrate chemistry yeah 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 and like i said everybody else just faded away and it was i mean who knows i don't even know how long we were standing there it was, it was really hot yeah it was, it was a good conversation was for me too i was wishing that things <laughs> happened on a little bit further because most women don't you know i don't have chemistry with most women that way so but when you do it's yeah. fucking hot yeah absolutely so i think at least three out of the four <laughs> people involved in that scenario were definitely disappointed that, <laughs> that something didn't move on further. And I think at that point in time, Caliente did not have playrooms. And so it would have been either been had to go outside to play or hang out, go to an after party. Mm-hmm. And I think it was it was late, but it wasn't that late. And right. after parties at didn't Cali. Didn't start until one or... Yeah, it was yeah. really, really late. So it just, it just went in the cards. Yep. And that's a-okay. And maybe someday I'll meet her again. You never know. If there was chemistry the first time, uh, there might be chemistry the second time. And I might see her from across a crowded room. I sure hope so. <laughs> Even if I'm not invited, because like I said, she had no interest in me whatsoever. And that was a-okay. Well... I was totally... I was... Yeah. I would have been totally happy to, uh, to just watch you with yeah. her. Yeah. So she had long, dark hair, didn't she? Yeah. Somebody else I have also enjoyed has long, dark hair. I wonder if I have a type, but the other one doesn't. That's true. The other woman then. Yeah. You know, she doesn't yeah. have long hair. I don't know. We'll see if there's a type. <laughs> I don't know. I hadn't really thought I about that, a, but yeah. I know. I women. I'm, yeah. There's been so few. We could figure this out probably pretty easily. <laughs> the next batch of women that come through, we'll see who sparks a spark. Let's. Let's. I think it it's does. a great I idea. Know. Well, you never know. You just never win. You really never know what it's no. going to happen with me. I mean, no, you, it's you bizarre. Don't. And when it happens, it's incredibly strong. It's like lightning. And it's incredibly fast. Yeah. And it's usually completely out of the blue. And yeah. I and and now Phoenix and Crimson are usually on the sideline going, whoa, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> because yeah. it's so rare. I know. But when it yeah. happens, it's it's really fucking hot. Yeah. It happens a lot with me with vanilla women, too. Really? Yeah. I mean, you guys talk about it when we go to bars and stuff like that. We're like, yes. oh, you go get us the drink because oh, at true. least yeah, they'll yeah, go. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I just talk to people. But it does happen with vanilla women. Yeah, like yeah, vanilla yeah. bartenders. Yeah. yeah they, they love yeah. you. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I love them too, though. So it's a it's a mutual mm-hmm. admiration. Yeah. So that was that. That was a fun one, to, and just wanted to talk about it a little bit because stuff like that doesn't happen to me very mm-hmm. often. Even in the swinger verse, it's not something that tends to happen. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty hot. Absolutely. Yeah. So we've talked about the captain in a couple of episodes, and I believe episode twenty six, perhaps. I'm not exactly certain. I usually do, and I don't have it in my notes. But so the captain is the gentleman who started slowly introducing us to kink and BDSM. Mm -hmm. And we, at this point, had had many, many, many MFMs, three ways with him. The three of us, you, me, and him. Yeah, you, me, and him. And after one of these, he asked me whether I would ever be available to assist him with one of, and he had several female play partners that he played with. And he asked after this one date whether I would be available sometime to assist with one of his play partners. And so I said, well, first I asked and I said, how would that be? And you said, that would be great. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. So uh, I let him know that that was completely not only okay, but I would be very much looking forward to it. Right. So I was not invited. Right. It, it was, just, it it was, was me a, and it, him and an one, of his, mm-hmm. one of his ladies. And because of the dominant and submissive dynamic that he had with these ladies this was basically a you know a dominant and submissive situation where she was the submissive and if you will recall in episode 42 where i stumbled into an mfm as the third with a couple who had a very strong ds dynamic i was incredibly uncomfortable with it and because that's not how i'm wired and i'm not wired to be attracted to submissive women i'm very much enamored by strong dominant women and so I knew all of this was going to be, this is what was going to go down. But I think it was a lot different knowing in advance that that was what I was going to be involved in. And I wanted to expand my horizons and give it a try. And so I did. And 
he introduced me to her, and for these purposes, we'll call her Eve. So he introduced me to Eve electronically, and I texted with her a little bit. He sent me a picture of her. He sent her pictures of me, and we both liked what we saw. We texted a little bit, but not much. Basically, that was just to kind of, you know, make sure that we were both comfortable with what might happen and, you know, give consent and so forth. So with that foundation and that groundwork laid, I showed up for this MFM with the captain and Eve, and I had no idea what to expect. And I had learned by that point that with the captain, you shouldn't have any expectations because he's full of surprises and you never know what's going to happen when you show up at his house. That is true. And so as I was on my way over to his house, he texted me and said, the door's unlocked, just come in. So I did. And I walked in and he had her on a massage table, blindfolded on her belly. And he motioned me over. He told me to start massaging her. Mm -hmm. So I did. Then we took turns being at the end of the massage table. And I, he was naked. I got naked quickly. She was, obviously. And so we took turns being at the end of the massage table with her orally servicing both of us <laughs> um, as we switched off massaging and getting blown. And then after a little bit of that, he told me to sit in the chair. And he moved a motor bunny, which is a... It's kind of like a, I don't even know how to describe this thing, but um, it's like a, something that a woman sits on as a dildo and it's got a controller and that controls the speed and the vibration and so forth of the dildo that's sticking up from this seat, essentially. Yeah, you straddle, yeah, you straddle it, it yeah. and it's like a big pillow kind of, I mean, it's it's hard, cause, yeah. but it's, it's a little bench sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah but you straddle it. It's kind of like a Sibian, you, you but it's a, it. it's a yeah. smaller version of a Sibian. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. So yeah. if you're not sure what that is, but you can Google Motor Bunny or, yeah. or Sibian to see what it is, but yeah, if the woman sits on it and the attachment, if it's that kind, she can actually have it inserted. Like yes. she can be yeah, sitting yeah, yeah. on a dick. Yeah. On the motor bunny dick. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's and that's what this was. Uh-huh. And he handed me the controller, ha- oh. had me sit in the plush chair, handed me the controller, moved the motor bunny over, had her sit on it. And she's still blindfolded. She still has not seen me other than the photos that we exchanged. And so she sat on the motor bunny. I was playing with the controllers, trying different things, seeing what she responded to, all as she was sucking my cock. And after a little while of that, he took the blindfold off of her. Mm-hmm. And so she, she was down on me and she looked up. And so I saw her eyes for the first time. And she's a beautiful woman. And she has beautiful eyes. And her eyes lit up. And she's like, oh, hello. Because <laughs> it really was the first time that we had actually yeah. met yeah. when we looked at each other. And so that for me was both odd and exciting all at the same time because – you know, I'm, a, I'm such a connection sort of person. And so to have that be literally our first time connecting. Well, after you'd already. After, yeah. Yeah. She'd been blowing you right. and she's yeah. riding a yeah. and motor she had, bunny and she, Yeah, exactly. And I have been. And so and she had had several orgasms from what I was doing with dialing up the vibrations and the rot- and it actually rotates like this, too. I mean, there's all kinds of shit that you can do with this. And so it swivels um, kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like yeah, it, yeah. one of those. Um, if you've ever seen the dildos that twirl right. kind of sort of. Yeah. That one yeah. will do that, too. Yeah, exactly. So I was a little conflicted because on the one hand, this is not my usual MO. Here I am in the middle of a dominant and submissive relationship between Eve and the captain, which just two weeks prior, I was incredibly uncomfortable with. But what was different here, as I mentioned, I knew what was coming and I was very comfortable with the captain and I trusted the captain. I went in with the mindset that this is going to be okay and I can learn and I can grow and I can become more comfortable with this. And so that was kind of my mindset going in. And I'm glad that it was because it did, it went very well. Um, he is a very good teacher mm-hmm. and with you over the, and at this point, I don't know how many dates that the three of us had had, but many, many. Right. We were very, very comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Time. We've exactly. all become, we'd all become friends by this point yeah. in time. Well, he's asking you to come and have play dates with right. some of his other playmates. So yeah, so we were, yeah. we're all there very, was, very there close. Was a, There's a, a huge, huge, level, com- yes. huge comfort level, a huge trust level, mm-hmm. which in, you know, in the kink space is incredibly, not just important, it's necessary. I mean, it's, you have to trust because some of the things that you do in this space is potentially dangerous. And so 
to that point, a lot of the time that we, and he had already done this a little bit with you and teaching me how to use floggers, teaching me how to use paddles in a way that, you know, impact can be very sensual. It can be not sensual. It can be dangerous. It just depends upon how you wield a flogger and how you wield a paddle. Right. So he had taught me, knowing him, knowing me, and he's very good at reading people and knowing people, knowing that I'm very sensual. He taught me how to use a flogger in a very sensual way, as opposed to just wailing away on somebody, which is not at all interesting to me. And so we kind of refined that and he worked with me more with Eve and, you know, teaching me more and more, which was really amazing. And it's rare to have, to have this opportunity. So something that is completely foreign to me and then somebody that I trust teaching me how to do something that is foreign, potentially dangerous, which is why it's important to have somebody teach you how to do this in an environment that I, by that time, was completely comfortable in. So this was kind of like a win-win-win for me. And I wound up having a great time. As far as sex is concerned, I had sex with her, but I mentioned... Again, with the other MFM that I had two weeks prior, it was allergy season. I was on this cocktail of allergy medications. I'm in a new, uncomfortable situation. I had erection issues at that MFM. I pulled through and kind of muddled through. It was Mm -hmm. okay. Same kind of deal here. Um, It was only two weeks later. Stuff was still blooming in Tampa. So So I was still this time of year. This this time that we are in right now. Yeah. This time of year. I was still on a cocktail of of allergy medications. You know, I was able to get hard. I was able to fuck her and it was nice. And I I very quickly realized that I have a lot of I had a lot of chemistry with her Mm -hmm. and still do. So it was very nice. But for this particular play date, the sex was kind of secondary. It was more about I'm not gonna say the BDSM because from my perspective, it really wasn't about that. But, you know, just me trying out some of these new toys and some of these new techniques. and In a totally new scenario. I mean, oh yeah, I think that's hot. Yeah. I got to say. Now, the other thing, too, and I think you said it, is that there was a huge trust factor there. Mm-hmm. The captain never would have set you up with someone where there was questionable right. chemistry right. or where she was questionable. And I think it still threw you off guard that that was going to happen. But... You you just said all those things. He's great at reading people. He knows mm-hmm. what to do. He teaches. He's thoughtful. He reads more into people than you probably even know yourself. And right. so he's really, really talented at that. So it doesn't surprise me that it went well yeah, because and, and he, either, he put those pieces and, put yeah, together. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. But yeah, how he, was that for you? Like so, getting your dick sucked by a <laughs> blindfolded woman. I think that's kind of hot in a way, as long as the same type of thing. Because I would, it's scary. It's boundary pushing, mm-hmm. but you're trusting the person that you're with. Like if it, if the same scenario, I would trust the captain. Wouldn't put me in a position where somebody was going to hurt me. Right. I know he wouldn't. Exactly. He would just never do that. Yeah. And so there's a lot of safety in that. So I'm exactly. going to trust that who he's thinking, whose dick I might like to suck, I'll probably like to suck it. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's a great point. And had I not had this relationship that we had, that the three of us had developed over a couple of months at this point, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, two, two or so months at this point, I would have, so I still wasn't completely comfortable because to my mind, this woman doesn't, I mean, yeah, we've texted, she's seen pictures of me, but she has no idea who I am. And so in the back of my mind, there's a concern and a worry about a couple of things. One, does she really want to be doing this? Well, I wouldn't be there if she didn't. And that goes back to the mm-hmm. trust and the respect that the captain has for his play partners. And so I intellectually knew that, but there's a, often a difference between intellectually knowing something and feeling it. So that was a concern of mine. Also the, all right, well, when she takes this blindfold off, you know, is she still going to be interested in me? I mean, I, she's never seen me before other than pictures. Right. I, you know, and no problem there. She liked what she saw when the blindfold came off. And we did have a nice time the rest of the evening. On the whole, it was an amazing evening. You know, I'll say certainly at that time and, and to this day, I'm not entirely comfortable with dominant and submissive relationships because it's just not how I'm wired, especially where the woman is the submissive. Because, right. you know, as mentioned earlier, that does not turn me on. That in itself, submissive women is not an interest of mine. I know it's for some men that they totally get off on that. I'm not one of those guys. But at the end of the day, I, of that particular date, I was able to see... I had such a good time and I was able to see a little bit of like, okay, well, this can be okay because it's not all 
for me, a lot of that DS dynamic in my mind, I'm kind of programmed to think, well, it's degrading, it's humiliating, it's it. I don't want to put this woman in a in this degrading or degraded position. But you know what? She wanted to be there. Well, saying yeah, she didn't feel she didn't right. feel degraded. She, she was, was excited. She wanted it. Yes. She was turned on by it, and yes. she was excited by it, and so. It took me actually seeing that to become a little bit closer to understanding that. And to this day, I struggle with this, you know, as you well know. Actually, that brings up a great, that's a great segue into what we've been doing recently. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. 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 Anything else, though, on that one? Like, I, I just kind of wanted to be able for you to feel like you ended. I know you ended that night hmm. on a good note. Oh, I know absolutely. it started off, you yeah. were nervous, then you yeah. weren't feeling great. And then all this, you know, the yeah. weird dynamic. Yeah, but the weird dynamic. And then having some erection issues, which I overcame and was able to, <laughs> again, muddle through. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely ended on a high note. And I made a new friend because... Again, to this day, I mean, I really, really like her. Yeah. She's a beautiful, wonderful woman. And, and I didn't know her. I had never been introduced. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about her at all, which was totally fine. The captain asked if that would be okay. And I'm like, absolutely. Uh, you interested in you guys do your thing. I don't want to know anything about it. And at the time, I actually, I was like, I really don't want to know anything about it because it's not, that is not my thing where I get excited to hear Tristan's stories. So I think I even was very 10,000 foot view. Like, did you have a good time? You didn't die? Okay, good. That's all I need to know. Well, and that's typically what it is with you. Yeah. But this this, this encounter in particular, you were, yeah, you really didn't want to know any details. Well, it was challenging because it was the first time we had done anything like that that was very orchestrated. And I felt very safe and comfortable with the captain with you, too, you know, Mm -hmm. in the sense of it was a great first experience for both of us because I didn't worry at all. I knew exactly where Mm -hmm. you were. I knew everything. So I just didn't know who she was. Right. So for me, that wasn't very exciting. It was a little nerve wracking. But I mean, I was excited for you and I wasn't worried at all. But I think that, again, just knowing him and trusting him and being able, I mean, that sounds pretty fucking hot. Yeah. yeah. Looking back on it, it was. At the time, you know, like I said, I was conflicted. But after I came out of that date, I realized, wow, that really was really amazing. And, and stay tuned for uh, further on down the road where oh, yeah. we talk about a couple other places where I actually did meet Eve. Mm-hmm. And maybe we had some four-way. Yeah, that was fucking hot. We'll talk about that. That's coming up soon. We do not actually. Not tonight. Not in this episode. No, no. In a couple. And, and again, in a few episodes yeah. hence. And we do actually have some raw audio about that one. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hot night, That too. was a great night. That was yeah. hot. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was the first time I ever met But her. we'll get there. I know. That was a totally different story. <laughs> Ooh, I know. Well, you're right, though. This does talk about, we didn't really talk about what we've been kind of doing recently. Let's talk about that before we actually get to the other story that we Mm -hmm. have, which is about... The super hot story. The unplanned. Yes. Sort of planned. Sort of planned. Totally planned. From my perspective, unplanned. (laughs) Totally planned. (laughs) Three-way that I did invite Tristan to this one. But hold on. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's talk about what we have been doing recently and where we're going and what we're up to. Yeah, let's. Because we just, well, you were talking about this, it makes sense to talk about the kinky side because we were just up at Kinky College in Chicago. That's right. So that was two two weekends ago. Um, I had an amazing time. And I think I mentioned in the last episode that we recorded before going to Kinky College that I was going to go in there with a mindset of just like, whatever happens, happens. I don't have any expectations. I don't have, I'm just going to let everything flow. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I did. And we had... So last year when we went, we had some really amazing experiences. I did in particular. So I didn't want to measure this against last year, but I think that this year was better (laughs) than last year. Well, first of all, we were there in a completely different capacity. We were there teaching three classes. And by the way, how honored are we to be able to teach at an event like that? Right. This is like the cream of the cream of multi-day kink events. And it's been sold out since December of 2022. And they offered us the opportunity to teach three classes there, which is amazing. And so we're incredibly humbled and grateful for that. So we did that as uh, the Swinky Life side yes. yeah, with yeah. our couple partner, Phoenix and Crimson, who the four of us make up the Swinky Life, which is our swinging and kink project, mm-hmm. I call it. 
it, you know, so where we do go to events and we'll talk about the different communities. So in this, this was a kink event. So we went in as the non-monogamy folks because <laughs> we weren't the kink folks. The, these folks put our kink to shame. Yes. So we are, we're the newbies in this particular dynamic, but it is definitely one of the premier events. At least we've been told, but we went last year, blew our socks off. And so for us, yes, to be asked to be able to teach this year was amazing. And we got such amazing feedback on our classes. People loved it. And it just was so refreshing because everything that we thought we knew that people are looking for and needing help and wanting answers or just wanting someone to talk to about being non-monogamous in their relationships. It was wonderful. Yeah. The folks, oh my God, standing room, although we had to bring more chairs that we kept bringing, you know, the chairs were all put away and they kept having to bring chairs out to put down. For, yeah, our, for our, our, fir- yeah, our first for our class, class in particular, which was our class that is uh, bridging the gap between swinging and kink and talking about that intersection, the Venn diagram of where these two worlds come together. There were, I think, 70 chairs set up and they brought in more. Yeah. It was amazing. And we didn't have microphones. And so I had to, I'm not very good at projecting. So I had to, you know, I'm also, I'm also not very good at talking in front of people. It's so, true. You get nervous. I do. I get you incredibly put a, we should, nervous. Maybe we'll just take a mic with us and you can use it as a prop and then just be like, <laughs> <laughs> so much more comfortable. Yeah. So that's going to be- I'll stand there with a boom arm. <laughs> that's going to be a good look for me with a- with a mic with, that's not attached to anything. And the people are going to feel pity for me. Like, oh, that poor man thinks that he's talking to <laughs> I know, but this is going to set you up because that, see, this is how I, that you get. I'm your wingman again. Okay, this, and so every, I'll be like, I, I am, please so go help Tristan. So you're making me vulnerable, vulnerable as the idiot who thinks that he's being amplified. <laughs> Whatever works, man. Right, I don't well, know. You know. Sometimes you take what you can get. If it if amplifies that, me, then that, I'm all for if it. That so. works, but. Yes. So anyway, so yeah. yeah, it was a great so, class. But you know, the same thing with our beginner bedroom rope class. It was. Oh my packed. gosh, that was so fun. Yeah, it was. It was completely packed. And everybody did great. Mm-hmm. If you happen to be one of the people that were there at the class, you guys were amazing. Everybody listened and followed directions, and everybody was tying and had their handcuffs and their mm-hmm. hobby horse ties done by the time we left. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was so great. The whole room. And there was over 100 people in that class also. Tough to teach 100 people how to do rope. It was awesome. Everybody did an amazing yeah. job. What a great event. And so it, it if was. you can go, if you have any interest at all, it is such a welcoming event that they have a lot of different classes and tracks, I guess, so to speak. But there's stuff on all the different kinds of kink, all the different dynamics. There's always stuff going on for people educating. You don't even have to be super kinky to go. It's a great place to learn about anything. Mm-hmm. For instance, let's talk about one of the... Yeah. Yeah, so, you and Phoenix well, both had... You guys both pushed your limits this time. You pushed yeah, your boundaries. I, both of you did. I I did. I did. We both did. Yeah. So one of the, for us, one of the most amazing features of this event is they have a, what is it? Two hour block mm-hmm. called tapas mm-hmm. and funny side story. The last year we thought that there were literally like small plates of Spanish food. Like it was like, Oh, like a, we're thinking buffet. Yeah. We like, were hungry. Awesome, let's go. Yes. And then, <laughs> it's happy hour. Yeah. This is what all the non-monogamists are thinking. Yay. Right. Bars open. <laughs> So it's actually an opportunity for you to go from station to station and try out little bits of various types of kink play. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't do any last year, but well, we'll get to the vacuum ceiling in a second. But last year, Crimson did fire play and fire cupping. I don't know if you did anything last year, but this year I wanted to make sure that I tried things that I wanted to try and things that kind of pushed my boundaries. And so one of those things was fire play and fire cupping. And so I stood in line. Actually, I think we all did. No, you, no, Crimson and I did. Right. I was, I did not do that. That's right. Phoenix Crimson and I stood in line. You were talking to somebody. Yep. You were connecting. So we stood in line and I had fire play for the first time. You had it in Pennsylvania a few weeks ago. But basically. That was my first. No, it was my second time. my second time. I had it in Atlanta. In Atlanta also, the very, yeah. very first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was different. In Atlanta, the person used like an alcohol-based foam. And so it was like they just sprayed it on you and they lit it on fire and then whoosh, it was gone. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that was kind of cool. In Pennsylvania, which is like how you guys had it yeah. done this time, it was much more awesome in a way because it was it's done with alcohol and the, the little... Like a little baton type thing. Yeah, like they look like 
look like you're making s'mores. It's like skewers with like, you know, but the yeah. but the marshmallow's on fire right. at the end is what it looks like. <laughs> and then they rub it all over your body. Yeah. And so <laughs> And it, it instantly it's vanishes fi- and, and so it's it just it's, it's, it, it's it creates, the alcohol burns off yeah. is what it yeah, but it's so it creates this like heating and oh, cooling yeah. effect at the same time. And it's really, yeah. really, really is an amazing sensation. And then also like Again, the cup things that he put on my back and now I've actually had that done for a massage therapist. Yeah. I've had that done medicinally. Right. It was super fun. And so as mentioned, Phoenix and I pushed some boundaries and especially, I think he especially pushed boundaries because we were walking past this one station and there was this dominatrix who had these single tail whips. Like you Six could hear whips. it like from all across the dungeon. You can hear this. And it's a crack. The cracker. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so he stopped and said, I'm going to do that. And I'm like, fuck, that means I got to do it too. Because <laughs> first of all, I, I'm more inclined to be interested in that. But yeah, um, he does not. You know, that that's is not him so, at all. No, 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 no. And so once all. he said, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm like, oh, all, right, all right, I got to do that too. And, and I'm glad that I did. There was a long line for that. And I wound up being the last person because they called time and I wound up being the last person to go. But this particular woman was just amazing at how she wielded these whips. She had various types of whips and various lengths. And it was it was really hot. Yeah. And so she had me stripped down and put me on the St. Andrew's cross and spent, it was only like five, 10 minutes because yeah, that, that's that all you get. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Well, it was really cool. She had probably 10 or a dozen or so different types of whips and bloggers and things. And so I saw she asked you guys what mm-hmm. you wanted to use or try or have on you. And same with Phoenix. He went right before you. And I loved how she did that and kind of showed and talked mm-hmm. about it. And, and the person that was actually a couple in front of Phoenix even, he was really just wanting a tutorial. He didn't. He, remember? Yeah, he yeah. Did, yeah, he didn't get whipped. He tried it. Like he, yeah, he wanted to ask yeah, her how he to wanted use to that. use yeah. them, and so even though there was nobody on the cross, like he kind of flung it like it was. So it was, she was really, really neat, really helpful. Most of the people are yeah, like are. that. Yeah. That's why we love this event because they're so that they want you to enjoy their passion. But boy, I tell you what, the first couple of little flicks with that whip, and it's long. <laughs> I think it's like six feet. If not, it's a four foot one. But it's that's a long. Yeah, and, it is. and you have to be really fucking good. And she hit you, and you could see mm-hmm. the little striation marks on. On the back of your back, like instantly. Same with Phoenix. It was really cool. Chris and I had that done from a gentleman that we met on that camping trip that we went. Oh, that's right. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. That I saw the guy practicing yeah, in yeah. the meadow. And I'm like, I'm going to go ask him if he will. I want to see what that feels like. It's stingy. Yes. It, it It's very stingy uh, right when the very tip yeah, hits and you. I don't typically like stingy impact. I prefer thuddy impact. And I told her that. She asked me what my experience with impact was. And I told her, you know, I have a lot of experience with thuddy impact, but not with stingy, which is why I'm here standing before you right now. I would like to experience that. And so... Um, yeah, she gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. I was trying to think about the other things we did, too. So we did the lacing table again. That was something we all did yeah, last, last year. Yeah, right. that's right. Last year we did Yeah, that. where yeah. you lay down on the table and you get tied down to the table so you're mm-hmm. immobile. That was pretty cool. Watching the people actually do that at the top of station was neat because they did something different that I hadn't seen before. They moved the table and it was different the way that the person responded. So it was really kind of cool. And then last year we did the cube last <laughs> year, which was, I think, what's your kind of alluding to yeah. on the, the vacuum sealing piece of it. But we did that, the cube last year, but yeah. that didn't ha- he didn't have the cube this year. Yeah. So. so last year, the cube was, this is a guy on FetLife, you can find him. His name is Diva Electric. So he had this apparatus last year that you got in and it's like a framework with latex on the sides and the bottom. And vacuum sucks the air out of it so that all this latex envelops you and literally lifts you up off the ground and your head is sticking outside of this thing. And earlier in the day, I had been in one of his classes where he had the same sort of apparatus, but it was kind of almost like a body bag. Put somebody in it with just a breathing tube. And I had to get up and leave because I was so uncomfortable because I have some trauma about that from my early childhood about, you know, it's a long story. But I was digging my way into the bank of a um, canal in South Florida where I lived when I was seven years old and it caved in on me. And I couldn't move and I was immobilized and I couldn't couldn't breathe. breathe. And so thank God I was with my friends and they ran and got their parents and they dug me out. So I have this kind of trauma about not being able to breathe and being in the dark. And so I had to get up and leave this guy's class. And then when we saw him later that night in the dungeon, 
I talked to him and I said, you know, I got up and left your class. And I want to explain why I wasn't being rude. And he's like, you know, I, I noticed that, but it's totally okay. And so he put me in this apparatus, you know, I took all my clothes off, what? <laughs> got in this apparatus, but it wasn't a breathing tube. It was my head was sticking yeah. out. And so when this thing enveloped me and I, you guys said that the look on my face was just priceless and yeah. giddy and because it felt so amazing. It was like a big, huge hug on every inch of my body. But you're suspended. Yeah, because so, but like, it, it yeah. Like pulls you up yeah, off really the ground. Cool. Yeah. So that was broken this year, unfortunately. But he had another apparatus, which was really was kind of the same body bag thing. But you could put your head through and it wasn't a tube. You know, so again, I got naked and got in there and he sucked all the air out of it. And same sort of feeling, just enveloped in a big latex hug. And then the kicker is that he, so Crimson was with me, you and Phoenix had left. So he handed her a bottle of lube. So she squirted lube all over me and like just rubbed me while I was like. She rubbed the latex. Yeah, the, the latex yeah, on the, the outside. Top, yeah, And so. I was in this embrace, this latex embrace. And then I could feel her hands all over me, like lubed up and sliding all over me. Oh, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> so that's not the sort of thing that you do on a typical Saturday night. But Are you, you sure? can at Kinky College. You can at Kinky College. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. And then move on to the next thing. And then move then on to the next thing. Then go on and yep. get flogged and fired and whatever else yeah it was so much fun yeah it yeah, really it is so that, much fun that, that is such a cool event if you ever are thinking about going we highly recommend it we will not be attending they do it twice a year in march and in october we will not be attending in october because we will have either the same weekend as another event that we're already doing or it's right after we're coming back from two back-to-back -back events so we can't be doing that one but we probably be there next march i hope so fingers crossed yeah and maybe they'll let us teach next march <laughs> or uh, next october would be fun too because we haven't been yeah. to october i hear the october one is there that's the fall break so it's kinky college and so there's spring break and fall break and i hear that the fall break actually is bigger really i that's what i heard this cool. last time mm -hmm. we'll have to check it out i was out socializing while you guys were getting fired up i was learning about the event <laughs> oh you're getting lit on fire <laughs> oh you guys are getting lit on fire <laughs> I was out talking. What? So talking. But that was super, super fun, super cool. We cannot recommend that event enough. And the people are amazing. And, yeah. and it was just super fun. So if you're thinking about wanting to get some information or, like I said, we'll be going back. So if you want to go back sometime when we're there, just keep in touch with us and we'll let you know when we're doing that. And then we've got coming up. Oh, my God. We leave Wednesday for Phoenix. Yep. Wow. That's going to be so fun. The Real Hot Wives of Phoenix. Yeah. With the Front Porch Swingers and Playhouse um, LV. Playhouse LV. Yeah. Yep. So that's going to be in Phoenix area. Arizona, uh, Hot Wife three day takeover. Actually, it's four days. It's Thursday, Thursday Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Oh, yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. yeah, three nights. So we're going to be doing that, and we're also doing some of our rope work demonstration. And mm -hmm. we're actually going to do a, a kind of like fashioned after Kinky College a little yeah. bit, like a experience little bit of stations, experience yeah. stations with our little bit of kinky fun stuff. And we're going to we're going to take some toys and some stuff, so people can try it and see mm -hmm. what it's like, or they can they've never held a flogger before, or if they've never played with the electric wand. We're going to do that. We've got our rope, Phoenix and I. Be taking our rope, so uh, we're looking forward to that too. So we're gonna have the swinky kinky side of the Hot Wife event. Nice, uh, yeah, it'll be really fun. So we're really looking forward to that. We do that, we get back, and then we're at Caliente mm -hmm. on the twentieth. Yep. April 20th. On April 20th, of course, the big thing coming up is our next takeover, which is our first takeover in that Tampa. we've been to in Tampa. Yeah. Right. So we met the Tampa Erotics folks at Paradise Lakes. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah they're awesome people. So we can't They wait. had really cool glow shoes, and we totally went out and <laughs> oh, bought yeah. glow shoes. I mean, everybody has the same glow shoes again. Look up glow tennis shoes on Amazon. The same, but we'd never seen them in person, and they were really awesome. Yeah, they were so awesome. we went and bought glow shoes. We have to do glow next weekend for the mm -hmm. Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. event. It's one of the glow nights, so we all bought glowing tennis shoes because they're cool. Their shoes were so cool. So yeah, but we yeah, met that them. was great meeting them, and mm -hmm. we're so excited for this event. And they're awesome people, and I'm sure they're going to put on an amazing event. So we can't wait. But that's Cinco de Mayo, yeah. so fifth, sixth, seventh, I believe. Yes, I think. Friday and I think it actually starts on Cinco right. de Mayo, but right. uh, yeah. So we're super excited about that. Yeah. And then in June, got uh, the Sarasota party. This is the eatsushinaked.com. They are, this is Chad and Linda. We've been to two of their parties mm -hmm. down in Sarasota. Fucking off the charts amazing. There were over a thousand people at both of those, and there are going to be over a thousand people at this one as well. And this actually is a complete hotel takeover. Right. The last two were not full takeovers, although very close. So we're really excited because it'll be interesting to see what's a little bit different since it's a full takeover this time. And it's a Studio 54 theme, so Crimson and I can get our 70s disco on. Yeah. You're going to have to get your gold chain and your John Travolta BG's suit, you know, Saturday Night Fever. That'd be kind of cool. 
cool. Do I know Saturday Night Fever? Come on. Come, oh, I didn't say, did you know it? I said, you're going to get it. <laughs> oh, am I going to get it? Are you going to wear? I don't know. You totally should. Yeah. I don't know that I guess. So, well, then I'll look like Elvis in the latter 70s, like big <laughs> it's, and. It's June. You have a couple of months. Couple Maybe months, you'll yeah. slim right. down before then, Elvis. Yeah. So I don't, I think that. <laughs> well, if you Elvis look, was popular back then, if too. If you look at the continuum of like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever and Elvis in uh, Vegas at the latter stages of his career. Which one do you look more like? I'm going to, I have to lean over here with the Elvis in the latter well, stages. Well, maybe, you know. But you're right. I have two months-ish. Yeah. <laughs> six, and eight weeks. just work it. Work what yeah. you got. All right. Flaunt it. I typically do. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you'll yeah. be fine. All right. We're that's super, we'll be doing, super yeah. looking forward to that. That's what we'll be doing. So if you're in the area and you're local and you want to go to any of those events, uh, check that out and let us know that you're going to be there and or just find us when you're there and say hello. Yep, absolutely. So let's talk about our final story. This is your story. I know. This is my story. Well, it's our story. It's our story, but you were the instigator of this one. So this is our friend, A. I've had a couple play dates with him at this point Mm. in time. I think this was the third. This was the gentleman that we met at Paradise Lakes. And I think it was like our second or third time there. Anyways, the moral of the story is I walked past him. I made a smart ass comment on purpose. He's a good looking guy. So I made us a wise crack. And he took the bait. <laughs> For lack of hook, line, and hook, sinker. Line and sinker. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and so we've had played with him a couple of times. So after my experiment with having a play date without telling Tristan about it, and it went very well, and Tristan didn't show up. That was the one with Louie that we talked about a couple episodes ago. I got a little bit more confident that these would go okay if I did this. So I set up an afternoon play date with A. But this time, Tristan was invited. And so what I did was I called him at work and I said, so how's work going? What are you doing? What time do you think you'll be heading home? And he said, oh, you know, shortly. Things are wrapping up. It was a Friday, I think it was yeah, a Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Things are wrapping up, not super busy. And I said, well, you're not going home. And he said, I'm not. And I said, no. You're going to come meet me at A's apartment. And so what time can you be there? <laughs> and so like, now, yeah, like 20 minutes. <laughs> and I said, well, wait, because I'm not there yet. <laughs> so I wasn't there yet, but I had set that up with him. And so we coordinated and met to go to his apartment. Mm-hmm. He's such a well-versed gentleman in the lifestyle. And he's so good at including you. Yeah. He's one of the ones that you love that was very oh, yeah. much. Yeah. He knows what he. He's just great. I've been doing it for years. So he just, he kind of just knows how it all works. It is. And I know this from experience because I've been the third in multiple MFMs now. And it takes a lot of skill to be able to work with a couple and give the couple what they want. And it's touchy because every couple's different. And this guy's a master at making me comfortable, pleasuring you, bringing me in <laughs> and having me be included. And not every single guy can do that. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's special when you find single guys who are really good at MFMs. And we have chemistry. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that. well, so. that's a prerequisite for, as far as I'm concerned. Right. But I mean, no, we really have good chemistry. And you do with yeah, him yeah, as well. Yeah. There's there's a couple of them that you have really good chemistry with, yeah. like the captain and things like that. It's on par with that. Mm-hmm. Just genuinely great guys. Yeah, and yeah. they genuinely like you. It just was awesome. So we get there and we go inside and we say hello. We chat for a little while. And then what happens? Do you remember? So after we're done chatting and it's time for us to go into the bedroom. By the way, I'm still a little like this is only the third time or so that we've played with him. So I'm still a little nervous. Yeah, it, was a thir- a little, it was a third time. I still get a little yeah. anxious. I still it still feels weird showing up to somebody's house to have sex with them. <laughs> It still feels weird now. When that's the sole purpose. When yeah. that's the only reason that you yeah. even know this person. So it, it feels odd for me. And so it, I, you know, it, it yeah. Yeah. And for me too. Yeah. yeah. It's, it still feels weird. Yeah. But I, I push through it. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I know we both do. Well, again, A is very good at yeah. helping you put everybody at ease. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, so recall, and if you haven't listened to, I think it was episode 31, this is the play date mm. where Marina and A were engaged 
and I took some video and I didn't want to interrupt them and ask if it was okay. So I went ahead and just took the video afterwards. Yes, I took this video and I said, I hope that's okay. I didn't want to interrupt you. And he's like, it's totally fine. I appreciate you telling me. So I sent it to him and he did ask that you ask in advance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. And then then you two worked at, you know, Oh, of course. And 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 I talked about this in episode 31. That was a faux pas on my part, but just, we didn't come up in in advance. And this is something that you should talk about in advance. Yeah. So that was a learning experience for me and for us, but he was totally fine with it. So fine. In fact, that when we, (laughs) when we moved into the bedroom at this, at the follow-up play date, he had that video playing on a loop (laughs) in his bedroom. (laughs) And so, which, you know, I'm not Uh, so sure how you felt about it. I thought it was amazing. I loved it. I, I think I mentioned in that episode how I still watch that video to this day, as do I still watch the video that we took at this play date to this day, including um, yesterday, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I think even like uh, cramming for an exam, knowing we were going to be talking about that, no, that video for I this just, episode. No, I, oh, just, no, you just I watch, watch it them all the time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm a creature of habit, and that's one of my habits is to watch. <laughs> This particular video, uh huh. There's a, among yeah. among others. I mean, you yeah. have a you have a list, a library. I do. I of do have them. a library. In, yeah. the, in, the, in the same way that I have a spreadsheet about all things lifestyle, I have a, a library of Marina videos. Mm-hmm. Well, the great thing about playing with A is he is again he is incredibly experienced. The way he has his room set up, there's a lot of opportunities to see yourself. <laughs> From different angles. Including on the TV. (laughs) Including on the TV, which I was mortified. Um, So it was mortifying for me because that's the last thing I wanted to see was me on the big screen fucking at all. So I'm glad that you guys enjoy that. Yes. I do get it. I do get that you enjoy it. I've talked to multiple lovers that when I get to a space in a place where I'm comfortable enough that videoing is allowed mm-hmm. with prior yeah, knowledge. That, that but, takes a lot of trust. But it does, but it's hot. It is hot. And I, there's been times where I've been like, oh, yeah, it's hot watching it. Mm-hmm. It's, if I don't think about it, that it's me, it's even hotter <laughs> if it's somebody else. But one thing that is, all right, so that I can't not talk about. So I did watch the video from this date yesterday. Uh-huh. And as you're sucking his cock, you can hear you in the background Oh my God! Really? Getting fucked? Well, <laughs> so it's like a double. Oh yeah, my God. double stimulation. So. Wow. Yeah, that's fucking hot. Wow. Yeah, that's really kind of cool. It's very cool in a really weird fucked up way. You know, it, it is yeah. kind of a weird fucked up thing, but yeah. it's really fucking hot. If you like that kind of stuff, which you do, <laughs> which so lucky I you. do. So yeah, lucky wow. me. Wow. Yeah, that's like... Yeah, you know. I got your attention, I can see. Yeah, I'm surprised. I don't... <laughs> you probably have told me that before. I probably, yeah, 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 whatever. No, you know what? Honestly, I don't I oh, don't think so because okay. I really didn't notice it until yesterday. I was, I'm like, oh. Huh. <laughs> you probably thought it was me also. Uh-huh. But if I'm busy sucking cock, how do I make well, those so, sounds? Because we have another play partner who just always plays porn yeah. in the background. Yeah. And so a lot of my videos have yeah. porn in the background. Yeah. Well, it didn't even occur to me that, oh, that's me. you. <laughs> Different guy, same effect. Word Star Marino. But even better because it was you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, he fucks me good. Yes, he does. Yeah, so it's it's porn worthy. It is. Yeah, that's what I said. Chemistry and a connection mm-hmm. and... No, he, and he has a presence about him yeah. and he's... Oh, he's hot. Yeah. So smart and funny and... Yeah, yeah, all those things that you... Witty. I just, yeah, mm-hmm. very much enjoy him. So, yeah, that was hot and I made a mess. Yeah, you did. He was more prepared this time. He had like a couple layers of... of <laughs> he um, put down like the rubber sheet underneath the multiple layers. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. it's all his fault that... <laughs> <laughs> last time, the time that I made the bigger, huger mess, I warned him, don't do that, man. You're going to make a big mess. And so he's like, didn't believe me. So tried it again. Guess what happened? Mm-hmm. Made a big mess. So, but yeah, <laughs> that was really, really hot. And that was really fun. And it was another 
turn to try something that was different and it was makes me nervous to set stuff up. It was very new into mm-hmm. our little yeah. bit more of a hot wife dynamic because, again, we were together in Virginia. I didn't have the choice because you weren't there. So I'd talk about that in episodes, what's 18, 19, and 20, I think it is, or 18, 19, and 21, where the hot wife stuff mm-hmm. where I'm starting to take control over my own sexuality and sensuality for me. That's what the hot wife definition is. Yeah. And so these were some of these baby steps of starting to do some of this stuff to really make sure, because I don't want to hurt you or your feelings or do something accidentally mm-hmm. that would yeah, cause a problem. So this was, this was all part of yeah. this branching out a little bit and trying some other things. And, you know, this one you were totally included in. So. Yeah. And so like, and we talked about in episode 42, that one with Louie, that was a real risk and turned out great, which then emboldened you to try this, mm-hmm. which was much less of a risk because yeah, you were invited, I was there, yeah. I was invited and, yeah. and involved. But it did start to set the tone for me having more dates, even here when you're around and not inviting you. Um, it did start to set a little bit of those things sprinkled in every mm-hmm. once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a was, steady diet. And, and I wouldn't want a steady diet of that, but sprinkled in from time to time, it's hot. Yeah. You know? And I was doing my own thing you know, mm-hmm. with Amber and... So it, it all balanced out so well, that and you were now a captain and yeah, Eve right. were yeah. yeah, this was all so it, it all balanced out. So I wasn't yeah. I wasn't left out and you certainly weren't left out because <laughs> you're driving the bus, but had I not had those other outlets, then I might have viewed it much differently. Yeah. But it was all part of our growth. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And we were experimenting with different dynamics and how we were going to travel through this. And, and it's continually evolving to this day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super fun. Yeah. We'll see what starting Saturday night. Yeah, we're going out tomorrow. Right? Yeah, tomorrow night. Oh, that is tomorrow. Is that tomorrow night? Yeah. Oh, it's tomorrow night. This yeah. is Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It lives in a podcast. It'll live forever, right. being forever. Doesn't matter what day it is. <laughs> but yeah, those were some hot experiences, though. Yeah. And again, all of these things are all they're our, all building blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly what I say. They're all building the foundation of who we are becoming and how mm-hmm. we are molding and changing within our own journeys and our own lifestyle experiences. Yeah, within how we're evolving individually, within how we're evolving as a married couple and mm-hmm. as a swinging couple. Right, right. Or a hot wife and couple, or whatever the dynamic is, or a kink couple. Holy Trinity, baby. Swinging, hot wifing, and kink. <laughs> this is it? <laughs> There's <Yeah>. also celery, <laughs> carrots, and onion. <laughs> That's the other one that I'm aware of. <laughs> oh, thank you, Emerald Lagasse. All right, yeah. right, right, so I think we're officially going to hell now. If, if, if it wasn't sure. already sealed. <laughs> Well, there are other holy trinities, let's put it that way. Many people may have their own definitions. I'm glad yours is swinging. Kink and hot wifing. Okay, there you go. celery, carrots, and onions. And those two. Okay. I like both of those. Both of those holy trinities are great. (laughs) Oh, good grief. All right. Well, I think that's about it for this. Football, baseball, and hockey. Oh, that actually, yeah. 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 Okay, that's it. I like that one. That's a good one, too. Yeah. All right, we need to stop. I could come this. up with a whole bunch of yeah. Let's stop. So, um, so that's pretty much and, it. And so that we don't find that like even lower levels of hell to go to. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, we're doomed already. Know, it doesn't really right? matter. Just look at what we're talking about. It's all right. It's all good. It's all there's good. nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with what we do. This is why we talk about it because there's nothing wrong with what we do. We enjoy ourselves, our sexuality, and our sensuality. And we want to have others enjoy themselves. And we do everything ethically with everybody's permission. So there and we, you go. we love our lives and we're living our best lives. Yes, we so, are. So, you know, yes, how can are. you go wrong with that? Right. Fucking A. Right. So on that note, you want to join us? Yes. <laughs> want to join us on uh, living your best authentic life? Well, I was going to say, the other thing we didn't talk about really was going to we'll be in New Orleans. That's our next really super big trip. And mm-hmm. I, there's still opportunity for you guys to join us. We're not kidding. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to join us, we will be at Naughty New Orleans. I will be working and helping out with some of the education stuff for that. But we will be there for the entire week. We are so excited to announce that we're going to be doing our naughty discord group again yes so if you are a listener and you are going to naughty new orleans you can join our discord group for free it is just for our listeners that are going we did it last year it was so much fun we had about 65 couples or so 60 Mm. 65 couples that joined the discord group and we all got to chat for about the two months leading up to the event and we chatted and we shared stories and pictures and we got sexy and flirty all together so everybody started to meet and know each other before we even went to the event 
folks that we didn't know either. Like right. We knew 99% all the, yeah, of we knew them. We, did, we only knew yeah. one other couple besides us and Phoenix and Crimson. Yeah. So, yeah, we only knew one other couple. And we came out of there with such amazing friends oh that gosh. we have seen since and yes. a couple different. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Other people made amazing friends and connections too. Yes. So, here was the super fun part. Then, when you go, if you're planning on going, you're not alone already. You've already met people. And we do Zoom calls together so that we can meet each other a little bit more. We actually do an accidental speed dating, we call it, where you can get to meet each other. We're going to be doing Zoom calls about what to expect from Naughty New Orleans if you haven't been before. So um, this is a, an event, in case you guys don't know, it's incredibly near and dear to our hearts. If you want to go back and listen to our very first adventures, it's episodes 8, 9, and 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were brand new into the lifestyle, but we decided to go balls to the wall and go to this event with a thousand couples. So uh, it was 2,000 folks, and we went, and we had the time of our lives. Yeah. And it has been a key highlight of our years since. And we've missed a couple years from COVID. We went last year. We were really able to teach also with Swinky, and we'll be teaching again this year. So we are so excited. It's just oh, it's just one of our favorite events to go to. It's just so well done, and it's so well put together. There's so many options of opportunities and things to do. This year, it's the 25-year mm-hmm. anniversary. And so it is bigger, better. It's going to be amazing. There's so much exciting stuff that is going to be happening that I can't talk about yet. (laughs) But it's going to be really super fun and exciting. So we want you guys there. If you want to come with us, please, please, please sign up. Um, There are still rooms and things available. You can still pay half of your I think until May, I think is if you want to put some money down and then split your payments up, you can do that. If you join from our affiliate link using our affiliate link, which you can find on our website, it'll be in the show notes of this episode, but it will also be on our website. If you go to our calendar and click on the event itself, scroll through to, to July, you'll see it. There's the link there. If you use our link to sign up, it doesn't cost you anything extra. It just gives us some affiliate revenue. But what we do is we take that money and it goes all back into having a party for everybody who signed up uh, using the affiliate link or any of our VIPs from our community that also attend Naughty in New Orleans. So then you get the VIP party that we're going to have. So there's a lot of options and opportunities to meet us, chat with us, Mm -hmm. meet everybody else. One of my favorite stories last year was when we were having our listener meet and greet, not the VIP party, but the listener one. So anybody who was in the Discord group and you and I and Phoenix and Crimson were all standing at this bar in the midst of all, you know, the 60 couples that were there that were had joined us to come to Naughty New Orleans. And we look up and the four of us are standing by ourselves. (laughs) And everybody else is all talking to each other. And it was the most amazing, wonderful thing because these are the folks that had been talking to each other for the last couple of months and getting to know each other. And they all, they would, they were making like reservations for dinner and saying, Hey, we made reservations for eight. There's four of us going, who else wants to go? And they didn't even know each other. And so it was just a great opportunity for people to get together and meet. And we love fostering those um, relationships. And that's what Naughty New Orleans is all about for us. Besides all the super fun, sexy times and the other, things that you can do (laughs) there so there's a lot of debaucherous things that you can do so we're super excited for that go sign up if you haven't come yet uh, if you haven't gone yet if you want to know more about it uh, we will be doing our goal is to do a zoom call to talk about what naughty new orleans is like so we'll give a rundown about the whole event and then answer questions so if you have questions about any of that kind of stuff so be uh, paying attention to our socials for that because you'll find that information there and also if you are interested in telling us your story we are starting to get stories collected from folks we want to hear your accidental swinger story or your awesomely swinger story it doesn't have to be accidental but it just awesome would be great so if you're interested in sharing it'd be about five minutes or less a little story reach out to me and i will get you the information about how we're going to record those and then if we get some really great ones we'll probably have some folks on and do an interview with some of the ones that have really piqued our interest we will have those folks on as well so you might be on the episode you might be on the podcast so reach out to me marina at accidentalswingers.com and it's m-y-r-i-n-a at accidentalswingers.com and of course you can always find us on instagram at accidental swingers is the account that i manage you manage yours which is at marina's tristan mm-hmm. and they can email you too they can email me also at tristan at accidentalswingers.com there you go t-r-i-s-t-a-n uh, yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. Why do we have to have names that have weird spellings? I, know. I don't know. That's all right. It's, it's printed everywhere. So right there at the bottom of our screen if you're watching too. See? That's so, right. And if you're not, we just spelled it for you. So there you go. <laughs> There's no excuse. I know. So I think that's it for us. I think so. We are so happy that you joined us for this episode. Please come out and meet us when you're ever at any of these other events or if there's anything that you guys want to go to or, or that we're going to be to. And if you're going to be there and we're going to be there, reach out and let yeah, us know let that us you're know. going to be there. And, we'll, and we'll make definitely sure meet you. you stop by and say hello. Yeah, we love, 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 love meeting listeners and talking to you guys. So don't be shy. Absolutely. We don't bite unless you want us to. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I will if you want me to. <laughs> depends upon the context of course oh, i totally will but anyways besides that <laughs> <laughs> enter at your own i mean oh i say enter at your own risk that makes me sound really bad <laughs> never mind just enter just it uh, you yeah, okay anyways all right this is it we gotta go <laughs> yeah no it's spiraling out of yes. control now good night everybody take night. care we'll see you next time next time bye love this episode of the accidental swingers pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.